Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A tragedy on the Deadpool 2 set and uh, The Defenders is coming out August 18th. This is episode 143 of Marvel Movie News coming at you now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. We are the Marvel Movie News, and hello! Hello, everyone. Uh, this is episode 143, and it is coming to you from the Sanctum Sanctorum, which is actually the original base of the Defenders. So, uh, Matt Key could not be here because Burning Man is coming up. And I'm he here, has- Matt Key. <laughs> And he has lost his mind. It's true, it's true. But um, we're here. We're going to bring you all the news from all the studios and why you should be just as excited as we are. Uh, so please subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. You can find us at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. Uh, you can find us the, through the popcorn talks website, which is popcorn talk network.com. On Twitter, we're at Marvel News PTN. And Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, we should do that more often. Facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Uh, so follow us, like us, and if you tweet a link out uh, to the show with a message telling people about the live show, then Aunt Anthony in the booth will retweet you. Aunt Anthony. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Always quick on the draw. You know? <laughs> he has to get his retweets are so much. Yeah, exactly. There you he's go. He's small. He has to grow, then speak. I get it. Indeed. Yeah. Little tiny lungs. Yes, and that voice that you hear is uh, Koi Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U. Always full lunged and prepared <laughs> to talk with zeal. And next to him, uh, he's an actor, he's a photographer, he's an all around great guy, and he loves uh, Marvel and all things nerdy. Uh, we have Justin Baker. What's up, guys? <laughs> Friend of the show, fighting a cold. I am. I am. I am fighting a cold today, so my voice will be a little more sultry. For all of you listening, yeah. Well, the <laughs> the people in the Midwest will love that. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy <laughs> this one, guys. Uh, we have Colt Bedeau tweeting from the Star Jammer, and of course, our associate producer Ollie Dreamboat. I'm hey sorry, Drennan. Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I prefer Dreamboat actually. And I'm sorry about last week when I came in and caused a disturbance. Yeah, yeah you Kool Aid man your yeah. way into the studio. I'm not gonna be hired by Ooh, Shield yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> He came in like, <laughs> shh, and then knocked everything down when he went perfect. into the door. It was, it was pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> okay, so uh, starting off at the beginning of our news, um, and I don't know if you want to take this or not, Coy, but uh, there was some tragic news on the Deadpool 2 set. Uh, Joy Harris, a stunt woman for Zazie Beetz's character, uh, who is playing Domino in Deadpool 2, unfortunately, she was participating. She was participating in her first stunt um, in this film as uh, Zazie Beetz's stunt woman, and uh, she has uh, she's uh, well she, an accident occurred and she died. So uh, she was the first African American female professional road racer, and they had actually practiced the stunt many times before filming, and it was just a freak accident on the last take. Uh, Joy lost control of the motorcycle and went through a plate glass window. Uh, she wasn't wearing a helmet at the time because the character was not wearing a helmet for that particular stunt. So uh, because of this, uh, the production of Deadpool 2, ha- Deadpool 2 has been suspended indefinitely. 
Uh, we don't know when it will resume. Uh, the release date uh, is June 1st, 2018, but that may change uh, because of this. And a number of cast members uh, tweeted out on social media uh, their feelings. Uh, Ryan Reynolds says that today we tragically lost a member of our crew while filming Deadpool. We're heartbroken, shocked, and devastated, but recognize nothing can come close to the grief and inexplicable pain her family and loved ones must feel in this moment. My heart pours out to them along with each and every person she touched in this world. Uh, Josh Brolin also had um, very heartfelt things to say. I think this is, um, we we have to remember that, I mean, yes, the stunts that we see in movies are amazing and breathtaking, and they're also very dangerous. And I think this, like, this really rams at home. And, and a month ago, we lost Walking a stunt dead. person on The Walking yeah. Dead. I think people assume because of, like, CGI that everything's fake, but it's not. Like, I think it's people not. assume, like, with spectacle comes less and less, like, risk, but it's more risk because people are, you're so used to seeing stuff. Like, if Doctor Strange had come out before Inception, that would have been mind-blowing. But since Inception already happened, we, we'd gotten accustomed to it. I think that's happening with stunts. Like, we're so used to Tom Cruise being a crazy person that we get used to these stunts. And, like, these are dangerous things that people are risking their lives for our, literally our entertainment and that, like... The fact that stunt people don't even have an Oscar, like the oh fact, my, I like, don't, don't even believe like, it's stuff like that. It's just it's it's, it's such a lack of respect for an integral part of the entertainment. Like an Oscar is only worth what it represents, and if the Academy thinks that acting is great, they should also think that the other half of the performance is great. And and Tom Hardy, when he was doing Mad Max, had uh, his stuntman at every single press junket next to him and wouldn't do wouldn't talk without his boy next to him. And that's a stunt person. That's how it should be. That's why Tom Hardy's greatest. But we need that kind of representation for. Or these people that are risking their lives for our entertainment. Absolutely. So there's no reason that that this should have happened. And there's also like I get that the characters not wearing a helmet, but like man, we can rotoscope out a helmet. Like I just yeah. the safety there that that I, it freaks me out. Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be some some discussions soon, uh, especially with I mean this is you know this happens this has happened way too frequently. Like mm-hmm. it should never happen. Period. But the fact that it's happened a couple of times in the last few months, and we've got the issues with. You know what was it last year, two years ago with the train? The train. I mean, that, like, that was, and that was yeah. granted. That was that was very stupid. They yeah. were not following. But like, these are big budget productions. Yeah, that's happening now. Yes. So it's like, if this can happen, like, yes, you look at the train situation. It's like, okay, that was stupid. These guys are idiots. This, this was is just a, a stunt, is, man. But this is like, we're getting to the point where it's like, oh, but if this can happen on this on these sets, mm-hmm. like, there needs to be some talks about safety to it. And I don't know. I mean. Again, I know that they go through a lot, I, especially on professional sets like this. I've seen, I've been on sets where it's like, you know, if, if there's gunplay, it's like, hey, everybody, we have a crew call. Everybody comes and looks at the gun. We mm-hmm. all see, like, this kind of stuff. So I do know that safety is a concern. I, and I don't, you know, in this situation, you said, like, a freak accident. I don't know where, you know, if if corners were cut or not. You know, that's I, I mean, I, I don't feel like corners were cut since like they were they testing were. the water so many times. Like you said, yeah. I mean, it's a freak accident. And, like, plate glass window, I can't imagine how. Like, I wonder if the bike lost control. I mean, they're investigating it now. That's why the production's delayed. They're making sure all the T's are crossed. But, mm-hmm. like, jeez. It's tragic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're going to agree that costuming and makeup is an important part of a film, they need to also realize that stunt is an extremely uh, it's important an integral part of a film. Part of a film. We, we wouldn't have the movies we have right now without yeah. stunt. Good we luck have... having an action movie without well, these yeah, like professional Wick, stunt people. This, this oh, team dude, behind John it, Wick. like John Wick, that was oh, all stunt. Sad. And this is the, that team, though. How does yeah. This, yeah. this team... So if it can happen... What I'm saying is if they yeah, can, it can this happen team, anybody. it can happen to anybody. And if you're yes. going to risk your life for a job like you should be honored for that job like yeah you should get the recognition for it be recognized as a legitimate you know award-winning 
career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, continuing on with uh, Deadpool in general, uh, there were some new set photos that were released uh, and actually features a classic comics callback with it. Uh, you can see um, actor Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's in full Deadpool, gar- Deadpool garb and he's sitting on a on a Vespa. Yeah. Or a, yeah, that's a Vespa. It reminds me so much of that video game shot when he's on the little like... Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, the little spaceship. Yeah. Like, that's that to me. Like They brought that to life. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently this is an Possibly an homage to Deadpool number 68, where uh, Rhino has uh, demolished Deadpool's car, but Deadpool still has to go after Target. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. That is great. Yeah, then Deadpool, like, makes a makeshift desk into a ramp and then goes right through um, to get to his Target. And he's riding... A Vespa the entire time. And the legs cross. I love exactly the, the way he's sitting yeah. on that. Dainty ankle is so like you know that's going like seventy, and he's oh, like yeah. do do do. Mm-hmm. Every like I love how like in 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 these photos are like we saw the photos of him like diving into that party and like everything else. Like <coughs> there's comedy and stills here. Like Deadpool's such a funny character yeah. that Ryan Reynolds' physical comedy shows in paparazzi photos. That's impressive. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's there the go. moment. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> so excited. Yeah, we also have um, some new set photos where we see Cable and Domino teaming up. Uh, so new set photos of Brawlin and Beats as Cable and Domino, and they've been re- released by Just Jared. And it also includes Brolin's stunt double, and it's basically just see uh, they're strutting around, strutting around, <laughs> strutting around the streets. Uh, Brolin has the incredibly huge gun that Cable yeah, should that, always have size turned up Josh to 11. Brolin. I love that they went all the way and made his gun. I think, I think you posted something on Facebook about how uh, you, you're excited about My people Googling, yeah, Googling Cable and looking at the 80s comics and, and 90s comics yeah. and just being like, Wait, what? And then what happened? What is this and guy? Wait, yeah. who? And he did what? Wait, he's from the future? Wait, like, I'm confused. Just civilians what? being like, that's, Dude, re- yeah. Like, that's what all the stuff with the X-Men, through. like, I, I was so excited. Have you excited. tried to read his Wikipedia page? It's hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, I've got all that bouncing around my head. I was like, what's that, like, streamlined? Yeah, it's not no. streamlined. The Wikipedia page is just like, bah, bah, bah. it's like a beautiful yeah, line his, chart. His, his comic story is no, there's no linear there's to no, it. There's no, there's nothing. Yeah, it's, and the <laughs> fact that they're going all the way, like, they have the, the cloak, like, his warrior cloak, the gum the size of, like, a seven-year-old, like, there's just, it's so good. You think Bishop, Bishop will show up at some point? I think that's going to be more X-Men based. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Dude, looking forward be, to that though. Hope that would be do. an amazing yeah. crossover if we Came could make Bishop. that happen. Yeah. Oh, because he was good, and when they let him have time in the X Men movie, yeah, like that Bishop was great for his five minutes. I yeah. want more of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like Blink, like Blink's great for the two minutes for, like, exactly. that we actually see her. Oh, it's like oh, it's cool. good that we Some have her in the gifted. That we like. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I'm most excited about the gifted is actually getting time to stretch out with these these characters that we love. But uh, still, no Bishop love yet. We need to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- yeah. Oh, Lower okay. Zario in the chat says Cable needs more pouches. Like, it looks great, but he needs more pouches. <laughs> He's but... only got 70. He needs <laughs> yeah. like 75, 80. Come on, 80. Some more up. pouches. I mean, there's room in those boots, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited for that arm. Just seeing, like, just the yeah, how it's going to translate the final arm. product. Yeah, apparently uh, Josh Brolin and his uh, stunt person have the same uh, tape marks on the same yeah. arm. So that's going to be an epic looking yeah, arm right well, the, the and you're like oh CGI so cool. well the previous <laughs> photos were rad because it looked like something you'd see today like it looks mm-hmm. like something like, like someone could actually have that prosthetic arm I like how like it yeah. didn't yeah. feel like a Terminator like where it looks like dated or future it felt right like I, I really like previous photos it actually felt like a, it would come from our dystopian future yes exactly for rapidly approaching oh. yeah. 
Uh, so the Deadpool animated series will actually be, actually be really different from the movies. Uh, FX CEO John Landgraf said that the Deadpool cartoon, which is being worked on by Donald Glover and his brother Stephen Glover, has a very different tone than from the Deadpool movie. Uh, and it'll be really different from the movies, Landgraf said. It's animated and they're live action, but it also has a different tone. And editorial voice as evidenced by Donald and Stephen Glover, who have their own voice and tone. We really wanted to make something that was distinctly different from the movies. So I'm guessing it's different. I think, I'm I guessing know. it's different I from I, different, I, I, have I a different just, tone. Uh, I wish we could get them different? on the show so we could ask them that's if it was going to be different. I know. So you know, I actually great. just did a report similar to this about Donald Glover's schedule. He was filming in London for Lando Calrissian and running back and forth he was finalizing the writing of Atlanta season 2 and working on some of the footage for it and on set while being Lando was writing Deadpool so Lando Calrissian on the Millennium Falcon writing Deadpool 2 is a thing I I feel like I don't understand why he you know is sidelining Childish Gambino because he's not really doing anything else no no he's got so much time he's got so much time I'm a little now that I hear this I'm just like come on dude You're on set yeah. writing cartoons. You've got plenty of time, apparently. If you have time to write a cartoon while you're, while you're sitting on set, then uh, obviously you're not doing much. I mean, he hasn't won like awards for writing while acting, while doing stand-up, while working on new things yeah. before. Yeah, it's Don not like Glover. he's being his childhood hero on a film <laughs> What a crazy, something. I mean, come on. National hero, you Donald Glover. <laughs> you got Dude, I, like, but the fact that, like, so the quote, uh, I'll probably be dropping it today or tomorrow, the quote talking about Donald Glover embodying Lando Calrissian while still having the wherewithal to be like, hold on, guys, I gotta also finish out Atlanta and Deadpool real quick. Like, that's such an insane amount of, like, brain activity. Uh, yeah, that's, oh. that's awesome. The universe is awesome in that way. It's yeah. Like, I'm Although, glad I mean, let's be honest. If Lando Calrissian knew about Deadpool, he would write about him, too. That's true. I mean, it's just fair. <laughs> let's, just, let's just be honest. You guys seen the picture of uh, him and the original Lando in the coffee shop down the street? No. Uh, they, they met up, like, at, uh, at Lil Dom's. Uh, there's like pictures of like Donald hanging out little doms and like it's the coolest thing to just see two Landos just like broing out being like made of charm only if he's got oh, wow. the cult 45 that's I mean, what I, I want them to implied. both have the cult no. 45s I mean that, you just have yeah. to it's all about Schlitz. It's all about Motlick. Yeah. All about that Schlitz. <laughs> all about if Deadpool animated series has Colt 45 and that's the reference yeah. to him being Lando while writing it, I'd be oh, so happy with that metal that layer. Be, that would be you know, so good. So happy. But yeah, I like that the cartoon's not trying to be the same thing. I'm, not, I'm glad yeah. the cartoon isn't trying to... Yeah, the, I guess the know, question is, though, like, you know, because the movie has done such a good job of, mm. in my opinion, embodying the comic books. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say things like, it's going to be so different, so different, I get that it's, yes, obviously it's going to be different, it's an entirely different medium, but, you know, the medium you're writing for lends itself even more to the comic books, so I guess the question is, you know, are you still going to have that heart at the core of it, you know? I, I that's that Those kind of statements make me, it's like, it's like whenever somebody makes a, a remake of a song... If they completely go away from the original song, right. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's the point? It's Why did really you not? Yeah, song. exactly. Right. But if it's still got you know undertones of that song and it's got another song layered on top of it, then mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like I'm, I can get behind that. So, well, they can play with the fourth wall breaking a lot more in cartoons. Oh, absolutely. They can, they can, they can, like in a lot of continuities, he's schizophrenic and he has multiple voices, and they use different colors to represent the different voices yes. in his head, and that'd be a fun thing to play with in a cartoon, which you couldn't do it really in film. Yeah, you can also like go harder into the multiple characters. You have more time to play with these things, so it depends on what they see as different. Like, yeah, exactly. I, as that's as that's the problem. Like, I don't. That's mm-hmm. what I'm like with a statement like that. I'm like, oh, well, what do you mean mm-hmm. by different? It's also smart of an FX CEO just to have a quote. Like, yeah. this is a smart man to be like, it's not out yet. We don't have a release date. But 
we're going to talk about it because Deadpool. Like, yeah. he knows everyone's waiting. He knows that, like, we're talking about it right now. He knows yeah. that, like, he's going to get an attention. And he doesn't really say anything. No, this no, he doesn't. Like, different, different, it's like different, different, different. It's different. Guess what? Different. But now Google Alerts is like, Deadpool, CEO. Like, it's, it's different. <laughs> like, so it's smart. It's a great business move. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for some cartoony, like, stuff like uh, screen wipes that involve food, like chimichangas. <laughs> Ribbons of chimichangas. Unicorns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much you can do. Yeah, yeah. it'd be fun. Uh, so Silver and Black, remember uh, the Black Cat and Silver Sable uh, adaptation release date has been revealed. It is going to be February 8th, 2019. <coughs> remember, this is going to be directed by Gina Price Bythewood. You can still see some of her uh, work on Black Girl Nerds. Uh, you can catch them out on Twitter. So a source from Splash Report, uh, they allege further details about the film. It's going to be seven years after Mendel Strom, and that's um, Robot Master. And it's two henchmen, the Scorpion, which we already know from Spider-Man Homecoming, hopefully, and the Tarantula. Uh, they killed her father. So Silver Sable is hired by the government to find Felicia Hardy. Uh, so Felicia Hardy, the black cat. She's a master hacker and thief. Uh, she's stolen valuable secret information, and she's hiding. She's hiding. Uh, she's... And, in uh, Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil, those are excellent destinations, by the way. And then uh, once there, Sable is going to ask her old contract, uh, Dimitri, Dimitri Smirnikov. I think sure. I got that yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the chameleon. Oh, uh, yeah. To locate her. But it seems the government are the only ones that are looking for Black Cat. So there's not really an appearance or mention of Peter Parker or Spider-Man. You know, um, there's some genetic uh, genetic enhancement that's going to happen, and we're expecting uh, Dominic Fortune, Jessica Drew, that Spider Woman, uh, Roxanne Oil, uh, S- uh, Sergey Kravinov. Uh, Sergey Kravinov. I know. I just know him as Craven the Hunter. I just know him as Craven the Hunter. Yes, Lonnie Lincoln and uh, Charles Standish. So. Beautiful. so, so beautiful. This actually sounds pretty great. It's you so know? much. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. But if it's you do a lot, it but like it's basically, a gang like movie and they're all like sitting around a table and it's just the who's who, that works for me. Yeah, but I mean, if it's kind of a, like an espionage spy movie, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of uh, diplomatic relations yeah. going on, some genetic enhancement, and then you have Craven the Hunter in there just kind of like, I'm going to maul people. Um, I, yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, okay I love the fact that for, we're like, yeah. we're for talking like an about hour, 45 a movie that is casually a year and a half away from here and like, yeah that's why do we like know more 2019 as soon as you said that i was like wait look at that yeah i know i was like yeah. you have an entire plot a for a movie that's a year and a half away is this completely written like yeah these are alleged details so but these are very detailed yeah that's that's a lot um but i mean yeah i mean we got to the point now with these like superhero movies where we we have brought a lot of characters into them so I think it's totally doable it's just mm-hmm. it's interesting to bring that many characters that we haven't really seen into a movie uh, I think the use of Jessica on... Drew is really interesting because she's the yeah. only one that feels yeah. like it's a little because you know Craven and uh, Chameleon always have a history they're related and they, they do a lot of stuff together in the comics for sure, for sure. Uh, that makes sense and and Tombstone fits in the, the underbelly world and Rocks on Oil you can just like shoehorn well, into anything, yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every name for me makes Dominic Fortune the same he's, he's mom but Jessica Drew was always a detective and separate and like her spider woman connection was always like a joke like hmm. in the Avengers spider-man and spider-woman joke about their spider connectivity yeah she's not a part of this world per se so i hope sony doesn't just go like well we can't use spider-man is there anyone a spider-woman like i just don't want them to waste jessica drew because she's a yeah. rad character yeah. like she's smart like well and it's interesting because like you know like we were talking about like you know in a movie with this many characters that i mean 
as comic book fans, yes, we know them. Yeah. But we've had this discussion many times when it comes to comic book movies and them trying to create them and bringing the origin story over and over mm-hmm. and over again because to the layman and the regular, you know, viewer, like, you do still have to hit, you know, the rest of the world right. with yeah. these movies. So you do kind of have to, have to have an origin story of some sort. So with, like, seven or eight characters that we've never yeah. seen before, yeah. like, bringing in a snippet of who they are quickly. I'm just worried that's, about like seems you know like a that is so Street do. Fighter. What you just said <laughs> right? to me, like where... Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, those Ooh. movies. It was just oh, like all of a sudden you're just like shoehorning in facts, like while you're talking. It's like, yes, actually, I hunt people. I am Craven. I have killed Spider Man <laughs> myself. <laughs> Cut to. Cut to. Like it's just like now it's another person. It's like oh wow. That. It's like was... wait, he's killed Spider Man. What? What? what did I? What did I miss? Uh. Oh, is that why he's not in this movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like a lot of that works. But the Jessica Drew angle, I, uh, my biggest thing is I don't want them to waste Jessica Drew because that could yeah. be its own movie yeah. great the the Jessica Drew comic that just ended because comics are dying by comics please buy comics I mean mm-hmm. I need them yeah. uh, Jessica Drew comic that just ended is her as a mom like and the first arc is trying to figure out who the dad is and then the oh, second man. arc is like this Manny that's taking care of him who happens to be porcupine and the third arc is like them falling in love and it's beautiful and it's heartfelt and it's about a mom and it's like a really good book oh, that can't happen if they waste her well, and like you were talking about, like it being like a spy movie. Like that was my favorite thing about Winter Soldier was it wasn't mm-hmm. a superhero movie; it was a spy movie that yeah. had superheroes in it. Mm-hmm. So if they do that, if great. they do that, great. If I don't have to hear origin stories for all of them, and I can just kind of get an idea of who they are, and you could Bond villain this easily. You could Bond villain yeah. it where like suddenly a guy comes in with a lion around his neck, and we're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. and everybody else is like, that's a weird choice. That's, we're all like, shut up, shut up yeah. and like we don't need to have them like. And, and they don't have to explain it, it to us as long as he's a bad guy, and the audience is like, oh, that guy must be bad. But is that how yeah. you want your Craven? No, that's the question. No. It's like, do we want our Craven to be a guy that's introduced by just being, or do you want a hunt and a last hunt? Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what I want. Uh, so I'm just yeah. worried about them wasting my boys. Yeah, there's just yeah. too many characters to introduce when we haven't even been introduced to Black Cat, Silver Sable yet, and those are mm-hmm. the main characters. Yeah, and it's bad enough that Black Cat and Silver Sable have to share a movie, let alone that. So it's like, oh god. Well, well like I, I don't said, know this if it's so much as ye- sharing it. I mean, if but they take just, a James Bond yeah. kind of aspect to it, then you know you have James Bond, and then you have main villain. So. Yeah. That's what you'd have. You'd have uh, Silver Sable and you'd have Felicia Hardy. I mean, that as the two that, main, as the two main yeah. people mm-hmm. against I mean, if they, everyone against that everyone. doesn't have their own right. movie. Um, it's like, yeah, Jessica. Drew's and they're like, all scrapping, yeah. trying to get their own movie. I'm just and, picturing and, this. You know, with like a, a year movie. and a half, who knows what other like there might be other movies that are coming out before then right. that would actually yeah. have these characters. Set up and Lisa I mean, like you could have Black Cat, and I mean, there could you know throw another Spider-Man movie at me in the next year. I'd be okay with that. You know, you guys sitting on anything, Sony? Let me know. Marvel, what you, what you got? Yeah, my, my only concern is if you've seen The Crow, right? You guys have both seen the, you guys yeah, the back in the day. Yeah my, yeah, my only concern is that these characters are in it, but they're at the long table in The Crow, and they're all just sitting there. And then Silver <laughs> Sable and Black Cat come in and they shoot everybody, and they're like, "Look, Tombstone was there. Look, Craven was there." Do you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. afraid we're gonna get that treatment, and they have one but, fight each, and then it's like, guys, but I, I love those guys. So there's gonna be some guy with like but a that's funny. huge that's like, like somebody like, being like, yeah, casually and he's just like, boom, boom, boom. That's like somebody being like in any of the Marvel movies, an Easter egg. Oh, such and such was in that movie. Right. Uh, their name was in the the, the in, scroller in Homecoming uh, when Mac Gargan gets thrown off the ferry. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that to Mac. Gar- like, I was so <laughs> yeah. afraid that was the only bit of the, <laughs> right? no. the movie. I was like, oh, oh good. Cool. Yes, the scorpion back. lives. Like he's at the post credit scene saved that for me because I was yeah. so afraid they'd waste the scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, uh, continuing on, Venom. So oh. Riz Ahmed, he's yeah. in talks to join the Spider-Man spinoff. So according to Variety, he's in early talks to join the film. Uh, there are a few details that they are going to work out. So there's no information about the actor's role that hasn't been revealed yet. But they do say that Ahmed will be playing a popular Marvel Comics character. So Sony Pictures had no comment when it came to the casting. So, it's interesting because Venom doesn't have a lot of popular characters popular. that rotate around him, except Carnage, which he said he is not. Oh, yeah. Like, when you think of Venom, you think of, of Spider-Man heroes, but only, yeah. like, separately. And then you mm-hmm. think, like, his solo books are usually symbiote-based, dealing with his own inner turmoil, uh, right. uh, other other spin-off symbiotes. They're not, and none of them are iconic, really, except Yeah, Carnage. I mean, well, there, there's the, you know, him being the anti-hero. Like, mm-hmm. you, got, you could go with any of Spider-Man's villains and have... Venom going after them, right, uh, right. as well. So, so that opens up everyone. that opens up everyone. Yeah, right there. It does. Um, I mean, eventually, yes, I would love to see Carnage, but I mean, I want to see Carnage in a rated R movie, right? Like, like I want to see Deadpool in a rated I R think movie. Venom's gonna be rated R. Is it? I think so. Uh, yeah, I believe, right, cool. I believe that's what they said. Yeah, yeah, because Tom. Because I mean, I could see you doing. I, know, Venom I don't want him it, less than rated but, R. Yeah. Right, Tom Hardy like dancing around a PG thirteen rating would be a waste of Tom Hardy's Venom. <laughs> like that just be yeah. embarrassing. Uh, I mean, I, I could see him as uh, like Vermin. I could see him as Carrion. Yeah. I could see him as one of those like level of villain where you have to introduce, but like it's it's a waste of that actor. He's so good. He's and I mean, we so can have. Like, I mean, he's real good. We've got I the mean, other symbiotes that show up Nida? later, but mm-hmm. you don't want mm-hmm. you don't want those before you have Carnage. Like if you're going to bring in another symbiote, the next one has to be Carnage. Uh, Jay Tesla says uh, he could be Jackal. I could see him as Jackal. He's got yeah. like the gauntness. He's thin. He speaks well. He could be articulate. Be scientist. Sure. Um, and be told good... to start with Clone Saga, going right into it. Oh, uh, Tom Holland came out. I was like, "Oh, do the Clone Saga," and I was like, "Yeah, you do, Tom Holland." Oh man, yeah, because <laughs> he gets to play himself and Ben Riley. He like, gets to play two characters. Bleach blonde Tom like, Holland yeah. is running around like I'm Ben Riley, and he's yeah. like a surfer bro. He's like, "Yeah, wear a sweatshirt." Yeah, dude, that's good. I'd see that. Here's my fourteen dollars. <laughs> I would yeah. love that. If they introduce, like, Miles Warren in the Venom movie and then we get a clone saga, I will lose my mind. I guess Uh, it just all depends on which which Venom they're going to follow. I mean, I I still want Agent Venom, personally, but they're doing Eddie Brock, so that's... Yeah, so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I liked Ultimate. I liked what they did with Venom in that. Um, well, that's how you got the Toby Topher Grace Venom. Though. I know, but that being said, <laughs> that's here's how the thing: we got that's how we I got think, we I think that, that story would have. I think they could have done it well if they hadn't had twelve other villains in that movie, mm-hmm. and you had just done a Topher Grace. Like, granted, if they had just done Sandman, it could have been a good movie. Yeah, but or not, that Sandman character was Sandman really was awesome. good. Sandman that was great. Really but good I still really wanted Sandman, and then they were like Venom, and he's like, no, Sandman. They're like Venom, and he's like, fine. I was throwing Venom. <laughs> I, I still think I still think Venom could have been great. That because I do. I think the Ultimate storyline in the comic books, it's such a good story. It really is. Well, that, I love Eddie Brock. I will always. That's always going to be my Venom. Like, but yeah, to me, Eddie Brock is muscle big, built. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, he's, yeah. and he's so angry at Peter yeah. Parker for wronging. He's so just. He ruined his career and he hates everything about him and he's a god-fearing man like there's just so much righteous rage in eddie brock that's what i want tom hardy to play i want like tom hardy's so good at being a guy that's charming beyond his own depths of evil like when you look at tom hardy you see a darkness and then you see like but why do i want to join him on this killing spree and are we starting (laughs) with an origin with this we don't know we don't know because like, are we going to start at the bell? It would be amazing if we just started at the bell tower and since they can't use Spider Man. You, open you the just bell tower, see and like Spider-Man a silhouette ends at, Spy- at the bell tower. That's what you do. Yeah. You build it up retroactively. Yeah, that would be maybe. But who is he playing? Awesome. Stephen Ingram <laughs> says Ben Riley, maybe Scarlet Spider. What do you guys think about that? Well, he's a clone, so true. That wouldn't work. Yeah, no. 
Okay. Sorry, Steve. I don't see. That. <laughs> yeah, I, just taking taking Peter Parker out of it just that just throws me for a loop. That's basically what happens with me. That's why I can just concentrate on Flash Thompson and then doing like that storyline with it. But they don't have that. They have Eddie Brock, so it's like, oh, okay, all right Ooh. then. I guess I'm just gonna sit back and just ride this ride. Old school futuristic said Morbius. That'd be fun. Oh, Venom wow. versus Morbius. They just well, they said it's just, a horror movie. So oh, okay, they just, so they just uh, throw it in. symbiote versus vampire. Yeah, because with the little suckers work. on the fingers yeah. and everything. Because he wouldn't work in the Spider-Man we have right now. He wouldn't work in a John Hughes. No, movie. Well, he's he, too he young. couldn't. But yeah. he could work in a crazy depraved Venom movie. Good call, futuristic. That's well, a weird idea. Bring I on like the that. vampires. Why not? Why yeah. not? So uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Paul Rudd have been spotted on set by Just Jared uh, shooting a scene for Ant Man and the Wasp, and it's basically them hanging out. We have civilian clothes going on uh, with each of them. So I mean, but also the the set photos reveal an Easter egg straight from the comics. Uh, it's a new photo, and the filming location isn't in Atlanta. And it has uh, it gives us a clue as to what Scott Lang, who's um, played by Paul Rudd, has been up to. And the photo shows Lang's van repainted with the <coughs> logo for something called XCon Security Consultants, and that would appear to be a reference to Nick Spencer's 2015-2016 run on Ant-Man and the Astonishing Ant-Man, in which Scott tried to leave the superhero life behind and start a security firm. And this is actually what we we keep on talking about with Ant-Man and the Wasp that we think that that's. You know, that that's obviously what they're going to do. And it looks like this is confirmation of that. I think that's the right thing to do. I, yeah. like that, that's one of the more popular storylines. I, I used to have a problem with it being so like they only pull from the newest things. But like there's just so much continuity to pull from the old stuff. So this totally works for me. It's a fun run. Yeah. And I like the fact that like, you know, with, with you know, with these Marvel movies, it's like you can you can only make so many action packed movie mm-hmm. about this and that. It's like coming from something like this is like, oh, cool, this is a storyline that kind of branches off and it's not one of these big everybody's fighting everything type things, at, the, yeah. at least to start with. I'm sure he's going to have to deal with some stuff, but I love the fact that like the first one was a heist movie and it was just, again, was we so talked about like a, you know, mm-hmm. a spy movie with superheroes. It was a yeah. heist movie with superheroes. Like That's what I want. At this point, if you're going to throw a superhero movie at me, just throw me a good movie and then just layer superhero on top of it. Like, just paint it <laughs> yeah, with superhero. Yeah, this is a Paul Rudd movie and yeah. this is going to be another Paul Rudd movie. Yeah, this looks like great. a frame from a Paul Rudd movie. Yeah, like, this could be an appetite still. You know, yeah, you, you know, know this he's... is gonna. There's a joke already right here with like that guy walking up to the van, being like, "You can't park here, sir," and him being like, um, "Oh, I was just waiting for a pizza." Like, I mean, yeah, but knows? he's actually there's, sleeping by the in way, the back if you of the van. Take that uh, line. Uh, I do get credit for that's that. True, that's, uh, that's just this just looks like he's sleeping in the back of this van. You know, he's he's kind of had a tough time going with it and he's really good at underdog anyway so I kind of like yeah. it to have these like small origins and then the film itself is going to get even smaller I, I want no, so I much got of, it. I got it that's good that's I good. want so much of Angeline Lilly uh, like and her like working out photos mm-hmm. where she looks ready to yeah she looks up. jacked she looks I love it so excited yeah and their and relationship he, too that's such a good relationship I'm finally I'm excited to see yeah. it <laughs> I feel like we kept like dancing around at the first movie. I yeah. really like Ant Man, but yeah. every time they cut away from like the moment, like it was a it was a movie of like it's gonna be oh, and I wanna <laughs> I wanna actually be there. Like I'm ready for the sequel because I think it's gonna be what I wanted the first one to be, like fully formed. Yeah. All right, nice. Uh, continuing with movies, so Thor, we have a new photo where Valkyrie fights Loki, and it's a new Ragnarok photo. Uh, Valkyrie's played by Tessa Thompson, and here she is with uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Loki, and I love this. It's them in the middle of a knife fight. And yeah. you have a knife fight between Valkyrie and Loki. Uh, I say Valkyrie. 
Oh yeah. Oh, well, I, mean, I, f- I feel like Loki is only gonna be like joking around. At he's no just point playing. is this yeah, at no point yeah, is he playing. actually on the yeah. line. No. He's the god of mischief. He's barely there. Yeah. <laughs> and but I love... Valkyrie in a fist fight, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She she takes down everything. Uh this is an entertainment weekly uh photo featuring the two of them. And uh Tessa Thompson goes on to dish about her relationship with Loki. <laughs> that fight was so much fun. So much fun. First of all, the choreography was really punchy and physical. Not as much sword work, which sort of keeps you at arm's length with people. I think because Tom's characters involved, there's a cheekiness to that fight that made it just really fun. It just felt like a tennis match. I don't know if it remains, uh, but there are a lot of one-liners between us, so it has a real sort of sense of humor. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so she uh, also figures out that Loki's not to be trusted. Always a good fact to figure (laughs) out. Uh, But that there are two folks that kind of come from the same place at the same time. So they have the same chip on their shoulder in that way. So interesting. I didn't realize Loki wasn't to be trusted. That was oh, yeah, that's that news to me. We we just broke that here at Marvel Sorry. Movie News. Loki is not to be trusted. Yeah, yeah. Tessa Thompson confirms Loki is not to be trusted. This movie makes me so excited. It's funny because this movie is already the one I want to own the most on DVD because I feel like there's going to be so many special features of just like eight improv means there's like eight movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And the commentary is going to be great because we're going to hear stories about the eight different movies we don't get to see. Like there's gonna be somebody leaving to He's my friend from work. Like, I just, I'm just, I'm. Do you know yeah, the story I'm, behind uh, that? Yeah, about the wish. kid. Yeah, um, that's amazing. That. You know that? Was it what? He's a friend from work. They had a Make a Wish Foundation Day, and one of the kids that came to visit wrote <gasps> that line. That wrote line that was line written by a kid and asked him to say set. it, oh. and he did. And it's the, and it's the most, most iconic, iconic line so far from the trailer. Yeah, like it's amazing. And it's from a kid that like was visiting his hero. Like that's what these movies are for. It's to make people realize their heroes are real, and our heroes then life imitating art imitating life imitating make a wish with thor yes yeah so yes. excited and we yeah. know we all popped for that line so oh man that like that that first time that came up in the trailer like dude yeah i, I was like i fell out of my seat yeah. i was like this is so good i know right like I, it's so funny because like whenever we talked about thor ragnarok like what six months a year ago it was mm-hmm. like this might be an interesting <laughs> movie we'll see we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen da-da-da. and, then it and guardians details. came out and we're like oh sweet guardians da-da-da. and then then yeah. we get some more details and then all of a sudden that trailer comes out and you're like what well, it's funny because every detail made it more confusing. Yeah. Remember they were mm-hmm. like, it's the Hulk and Thor. You're like, what? And then it was like, it's a road trip. Cosmic road trip. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Remember when the Darren thing came, yeah. Daryl thing came yeah. out? Yeah. And then we were like, wait, what is this? This is fun, <laughs> but this isn't like the movie. Came out and we were all like, how is this somehow everything I expected and nothing I expected? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's it was so somehow the, all the pieces, but in a way that I never would have like shaken and stirred together. Yeah, oh, it's just viewing it in a completely different way, and I'm just all about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious how that uh, affects Thor, the character going into Avengers Four, because uh, he is a very uh, uh, the the straight man in comedy mm-hmm. in in a lot of ways. And oh, in but this, he gets his he gets, he his, gets his liners in. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering if they up that. At, like clearly, this is influenced by Guardians. Yes. I'm clearly. wondering if Thor if is going to carry Avengers. Over. Yeah. Do you see oh. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, because he wasn't goes. there. He wasn't there. So if he's well, in it's like, this have next... you watched any of the uh, like the weird YouTube videos that he's yes. got where he's like saw... when he talks about like the fact that like the did Avengers the... have come together and he's like, uh, <laughs> oh, I, uh, did you not need me? Yeah, um, like, yeah. Like, was like, I just yeah. Not, how is that going to play uh, Avengers three? Yeah, back together. Mm-hmm. That's my curiosity. Yeah, uh, I, I really hope it's a character choice that carries over because it's a fun character choice and I think it's a it's a it's fun. No way to make those movies sellable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so Thor Ragnarok also has a new colorful international poster. So it's a. Uh, it, I mean, it goes along with exactly what the feel is for this movie. It's yeah, it's that's gorgeous, brilliant, and big. A lot of color. I mean, you have uh, Hela just dominating Looming. the upper the upper top of the poster, and ooh, she's she's got death kill murder death kill all over her. Oh yeah, that's what she looks like. And of course, you have uh, Chris Helmsworth, uh, Thor, right that there. Awesome eighties the vibe. Like yeah, that. and interesting. Uh, Interestingly enough, right hand person is uh, Valkyrie, awesome. But then left hand, right there is Loki, and then of course uh, Hulk behind him, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I get, it can't yeah. be November soon enough. Actually, it can. The year's <laughs> flying by, but I'm excited for November. Yes, yeah. it's right around the corner because we have uh, mere days until Defenders. Mm-hmm. That's so soon. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll Defenders be, is. I'll be yeah, spending my we're going to be talking all about that. Defenders uh, yeah. near the end. Yeah. Yeah, I cleared as much of the weekend as I could, because that's eight hours of my life I need to be dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Avengers Infinity War. So, Nebula will have a new BFF in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Karen Gillian, uh, she recently revealed to Fandango that her character is going to form a bond with the surprising MCU character in Infinity War. And she says, I know who our new BFF is, and I can't tell you. Uh, I can't. I promise you it's brilliant and unexpected and just so good. But, you know, picture that with a Scottish accent. <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah, so... <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but that does say that... I don't know what I would do if he showed up. No, if it was like At this Deadpool. point, I'd be like, nope. I mean, as much as I love him, I'd be like, nope. Because that just... It, that's like... It's like when you're doing an improv scene and somebody's like, oh, you're crazy. And then all of a sudden it's like, sweet, so I can literally do anything. Yeah. Awesome. All cool. Every, all stakes are gone because yeah. now I can do whatever the heck I want. That's Just, him. That's him. He's the deuce So it's like, exactly. So no, I don't want him in this movie. Jeez. He's just my response. Fine. Yeah. Ben uh, Foster. Ben, of course it's Ben Actual Foster. Actual Ben Foster as Ben Foster. If you're saying that, then I say it's Angela Bassett. <laughs> um, as Storm. There we go. <laughs> ben Foster as Ben Foster, but Angela Bassett oh as Storm. <laughs> be like, don't you look like Ramon? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but Nebula's past will also be explored even more in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, she went on to tell Florida Supercon about uh, Nebula's origin in Infinity War. Without giving away any spoilers, we're definitely going to continue the arc for Nebula and find out more about her past. And actually, we're going to find out that it's even worse than we know. So, as if it wasn't Ooh, I was say, bad as, as, enough. As if it wasn't bad enough having Thanos as your dad. And, like, being ripped apart yeah, and, and being rebuilt constantly to, yeah. as a challenge. Oh. Yeah. It's like that was such great storytelling. Dude, it it was. really was. People give Guardians such a bad rap, but I really, really love that movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they hate it. I thought it was great. Uh, you mean I, Guardians 2? Yeah. I mean, uh, Guardians 1, everybody loves. Like, yeah, everybody loves It's like saying Guardians. you don't like Empire. Yep. You just get ostracized. But, like, <laughs> Guardians 2, I think, was great. And, like, the writing oh, was so clever. Oh, it was fantastic. And, and I had a lot of I saw it at the El Capitan, and it was so much fun. I did. It was my first Marvel movie I've cried in. Like, I've cried Aww. happiness. I've cried, like, when Spider-Man showed up in Civil War, okay? I cried happy. Oh. But I, like, wept with the dad oh, stuff. Man. Oh, Logan yeah, got dude. me. Yeah. Yeah, dad, dad's, yeah, dad stuff gets to me pretty. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah Logan got to me. But, too. I, yeah. but I mean, I cried everything, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, you throw me into a Disney movie or a Pixar film, and I guarantee oh. you I'm crying. Like, I don't, whatever. I'm like, Dory can't fight her way home. <laughs> it's the opening <laughs> credits to Dory and Justin's like, I got to I'm good. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Man, it's a it's it's Squirrel Girl. She she pops in. She's like, I handled Galactus. I can handle that. <laughs> that's how they write off Galactus. And that's, and that's how we get the Fox <laughs> Universe. Fantastic that's, Phase that's Boy. That's Squirrel Girl that's brings in Galactus. Fantastic Four follows. Uh, well, Squirrel Girl is everything. <laughs> Matt Key confirms Squirrel Girl. Fantastic Four. <laughs> 
So Wait, is uh, Matt Key on the it's talking no, right no, now? Yeah, you oh, know okay. what? Matt Key confirms. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. In fact, we're going to say he's going to be confirming a lot of things because I forgot about that. So, um, but yes, unfortunately, Samuel L. Jackson will not be in Avengers 3, 4, or Black Panther. Uh, it's been confirmed. So he, he said it. He's, he's not happy about it. He, he has said to Marvel. It's a very sassy quote. It was, it was a very oh, sassy quote? quote. What is the quote? Um, I actually don't have a quote down right here. I'll pull it actually, up. Yeah, please. I wanna, I wanna, and as soon as you this. do, please read it off for us. Um, but yeah, um, Samuel L. Jackson, he will be co-starring with Brie Larson in the 1990s set Captain Marvel. So, and we know that that Captain Marvel will show us Nick Fury before forming the Avengers. And actually, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe the last time that we did see uh, Nick Fury was in Age of Ultron because he was in hiding during Winter Soldier. I mean, chat room can feel free to correct me on that if that is. But, you know, he helped set off the MCU, like showing an (laughs) Iron Man and... Now I'm just kind of wondering about the future of the character. Did you find the quote? I found an old quote, but it's just as funny. Uh, okay, this go ahead. February. Quote, I asked them, so you're doing Black Panther and the only black character in the Marvel Universe is not showing up, Jackson said. And they're like, Nick Fury's not in Wakanda. How can you know the other black superheroes on the planet? How the hell does that work? And they just said, no, you're not in that one. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, angry, no. angry Samuel Jackson. Oh, this no. was way back in Skull Island days where he was like, guys, come on. He's like, uh, hey. I mean, he does make a pretty good point there. Yeah, this like, is so funny that was way back guys, in Guys, come on. He's like, hey. I'm your guy. Uh, it's like I've been your guy all this time, and then at the end game, I'm just not there yeah, anymore. You're just not going to put me in the movie that isn't all African American cast. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, yeah, it's. Oh, okay, here I have you got it. the new quote. The new quote? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't in the superhero argument movie, which we said Captain America <laughs> Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> I'm not in Avengers 3 and 4, he complained. They're shooting them now, and they haven't called me yet. They wouldn't let me go to Black Pantherville, so it's kind of like, how are you going to make a Black Marvel movie and not let Nick Fury show up in it? <laughs> I thought I'd go up from February that he literally has just been upset about this from February to August. Settling. Black Pantherville. Black is now, Pantherville. I want to go hang out at Black Pantherville Man, on the weekend. I know I do. That's, that's got to be my favorite place to hang out now. Margaritaville, Black Pantherville, all places yeah. to visit. Like, there you oh. go. Everybody wants some um, of that. And I mean, not only that, but like, just also just Nick Fury as a whole, like, I, since he was, he was the guy that was technically, especially at the beginning of the movies, tying everyone together. Oh, yeah. It's been kind of interesting that he hasn't been around. He and just it's like, hasn't been around. Like, I get it. He He's helped, invited. he helped connect everybody. We're and so now good. you're just going to be like, nah, it's good. He contracts. did his job. Yeah, right. I know. Contracts. <laughs> Actors, so many money. I know. A lot of money. Uh, I also love how they're advertising Hitman's Bodyguard as literally Deadpool and Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, I saw it, and it is. I hear it's amazing. Yeah. It's so funny. Is it? It All is the trailers... ridiculously funny. The two of them together, I could not get enough of it. Dude, could you have ever dreamed a world where a movie Samuel Jackson Ryan Reynolds makes sense? Like they yes. both do a lot of movies sure. together. Yeah, and sure. like when the, the the Denzel movie with Ryan Reynolds came out, uh, I was like, man, Samuel Jackson should do a movie together. Wait, what? Uh, the one with the safe house. That was amazing. Uh, oh, I too. missed that it's one. So good. Okay, so like, it's on the short list. Espionage thrillers with Ron Reynolds common, and then you need to mix it up who he's with. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, but I never thought it would be like, hey, Deadpool and, and Nick Fury. Fury is the pop culture selling point. Mm-hmm. That means that that's the assumption that people like it, that all over the world recognize them as those characters and know those characters. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. It's like Samuel L. Jackson's character is a hitman. And right. he's he's so, but he's kind of Deadpool esque because he's so snarky. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It really is yeah. that Ryan Reynolds has to like kind of play he's against it, but then he's also snarky. So there's a lot of snark. And then the 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 director and his name escapes me right now, but he I 
absolutely love. Like there will be all this action that happens, and then a cutaway to a guy cooking a hamburger, and then he, you know, it's oh, it's in a restaurant. Oh, and he puts the burger on the plate and takes it out into the restaurant. Here comes Ryan Reynolds come come yeah, through the door. Yeah. Good, so good, it's good. like pressure release and then more action. Good. And plus, you can tell he loves Amsterdam. Yeah. 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 90s action comedies? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's it's the Ferris Bueller type thing when he's running at the end and he passes the two girls in the beginning. It's like, stop and comes back. Hey, how's it going? Well, that was what I loved in Spider-Man Homecoming. (laughs) That's a great movie! movie. And that was a joke about that movie movie. in that that movie. movie. There's just so many layers. Art. Yeah. Yeah. So, Avengers 4 has started filming. So... Yeah, we have a picture of that. The Russo brothers took to Facebook and they shared an image, just one image, of a purple glove with four fingers up and it's captioned, beginning the end. And that summarizes the description of the fourth Avengers. I mean, I think I think it's going to change. Everything changed after Avengers 4. I don't care what anybody says. Everything. Kevin Feige's like, it's not a reboot. I'm like, guy. Guy. <laughs> Ten movies leading up to this. Ten years of movies leading up to this. There's no way it's just to be like moving on. Like this yeah. ends yeah. this. It's just it's you know it's gonna be interesting with you know the hype and the rise of all these movies. It's like you know we're so used to, especially when it comes to superhero movies. <laughs> I mean, for growing up, we're so used to a new guy every two or three movies. Right. So yeah. that ten like, years to have some of these actors that have been playing these fran- like this is. This goes back to like you know the the days whenever like a studio owned an actor, right? Like yeah. it it's ve- feels very yeah. much like that. Chris Evans right now, yes. and and Downey Jr. are very much like, like the guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting whenever they get tired of wanting like as an actor even just be like, I'm I've played tired. this guy. I've, I've played yeah. this guy for a long time. I bought so many islands, and it's like. <laughs> You know, is it like All with soaps islands. where they just bring in somebody? It's like only one person has changed and nobody talks about it. Like that's how <laughs> they're like watching Jeremy a soap Renner, opera. Renner, and they're just surrounded by just entirely new cast. Like, like, <laughs> but it, but he, he pretends like they're all his friends that he's been dealing with scrolls, the whole time. Yeah, it's going be scrolls. Oh, yeah. man. Every if every, everybody dies oh, and they're all scrolls, yeah. but all they scrolls. didn't realize the other person was a scroll. Except Hawkeye so they and had his to, family at the far. Except for Hawkeye Very because important. he survives. Hawkeye survives. How's the chat room taking everything out Um They're... Matt Key confirms female Thor in Avengers 4, according to Jay Tesla. <laughs> Matt Key confirms. Matt confirms. Um, they're I wondering, who's, whose glove is that? It's Hawkeye's. It's a scroll. I, I, I really, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I hadn't thought of the scroll. Oh, it yeah. is purple and a glove. That would make yeah. sense for a scroll. Oh, scrolls Ooh. are coming out. I hadn't thought of that. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice grab, dude. Uh, I see... I don't think Thanos related because that's, no. that's obviously not a wrong, gauntlet. Yeah, no, wrong glove. He'd, he'd be all gauntleted up. Yeah, so... Uh, Ghost Rider, just for doom's sake. Agents like of that. Shields coming in. It's Ghost Rider's glove. Quite confirms. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on to TV since we are going to be ending with uh, Marvel's Netflix uh, television. So real quick, I'm, I actually didn't put this in there, but I'm just remembering it now. Uh, when we talked about last week where Disney is going to be pulling their content mm. from Netflix, that's going to start in uh, 2018, but the Marvel TV shows at this point are going to be staying. Well, there is news, and I just thought, fun fact, so Netflix is getting Shonda Rhimes from ABC. Saw that, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, um, how about they have She-Hulk and then have Shonda Rhimes <gasps> do it? In? 
Oh my god! Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, I mean, look at what she did with She-Hulk. Scandal. Like she would rock some She-Hulk, for instance, and um, that brings a huge audience in. Like the fact that, like, when they were like Shonda Rhimes leaves ABC, like I, you never see an actor leaving a network be like broadcast news. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, but Shonda Rhimes is like it's Shonda like, Rhimes. Shonda, so. It's Shonda Land. Yeah, Shonda yeah. Land's going to Netflix. That's that's big. Yeah. Oh wait, what's that? Oh, Matt Key confirms that oh, Shonda Rhimes is doing <laughs> She-Hulk. Oh. If she doesn't do She-Hulk, can she do Daughters of the Dragon at least? Yes. Oh, oh ooh, I'm trying to think of her action sequences though right now before i say yes the characters would totally be there can someone think of like some action sequences that they on a shonda rhimes show i mean there's Grey's anatomy it's perfect characterizations great yeah, I nuance don't, I don't, with I don't layers. Action, action is not action. what i jump to yeah. whenever i think yeah. of her, like which is why like she hulk would be great yeah like, she hulk you got the lawyer stuff and that's yeah. like the main and then the fourth wall breaking which yeah. i think she'd be able to handle really yeah. well I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment on that one. If she if she brings somebody on board that's like really great with action, and then the two of them together are doing that, Lexi Alexander. Oh, that'd be nice. Lexi, Lexi can Lexi her. can do some yeah. action. Oh, Punisher Warzone for the win. I would love if a, if a an, I, I know this would never happen. My dream is Aaron Sorkin scripted, Lexi <laughs> Alexander directed, starring personally Emily Blunt because I'm still in the Blunt train. <laughs> she Hulk. That show would change the game. Can you imagine? Because she's got the physicality, she's got the acting chops, the writing of Sorkin's like pop, pop, pop plus lawyer. You got Lexi Alexander directing the action. <laughs> Boom. Here's some money. I'd watch it. I'd watch yeah. it. I also uh, watched Shonda Rhimes' <laughs> She-Hulk that I never I thought mean, of until yeah. just now. Yeah, I would, right? I would probably watch almost any She-Hulk. That's true. Uh, yes, yeah, right? Honestly, let's be. I mean, as long as, 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 long as Marvel almost Television, uh, you know, and Netflix... Uh, uh, bounce back from the one show that we're that about, to dive, into. about yeah. to dive into. So, um, uh, <laughs> then yes, I, they will always have my money. Yeah, so. there's, there's only one showrunner I can think of off the top of my head that I would want to do uh, She Hulk. So, for a TV, uh, for Inhumans, Marvel's Inhumans, uh, they're revealing details about an original character. Uh, it's played by Louise Ellen Woglum. Uh, while at SDCC, Woglum spoke more about her character's role in the show. And it's basically that she's the eyes and ears for the audience. So she's going to be our um, outlet into mm. the world that is in humans. Uh, the audience will learn about the world and they'll be discovering it simultaneously with everyone else. And then showrunner Scott Buck also revealed that Louise will serve as a unique kind of human character because she'll have the knowledge of the otherworldly events of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So she'll be aware of everything that's happened in the world. Uh, All of the characters are aware of what's happened in the Marvel Universe, and she's aware that there are people out there who possess superpowers, so she'll be a little bit more ready to be among them, Buck explained. So she's a watcher. Um... (laughs) Well, you know, the show's not She's really... a Watu without the old Watu. It's not that grounded. So yeah. we need that look into it. Because otherwise we wouldn't understand how mm-hmm. everyone was just like, normal. I don't know. That trailer just made me so upset. Like, You've missed weeks of us being upset. I'm sure. I'm sure. And yeah. I, I'm I mean, so upset with I, us for being upset. I know mm-hmm. that you guys, like, I, like, I know our, our, our tastes are very similar. So I'm not, so. you know, whenever I say things like this, it's not a shock to you. Surprise! uh, Didn't like that hair. Yeah, it's just you know I like, and I thought they were doing like I got off the 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 Agents of Shield train. I was trying to to watch that for a while, and I watched a couple seasons, and then I I think I lost Hulu, and so once I lost it, I was like, oh crap, I'm not your fault. Um, Mm -hmm. but I liked kind of where they were going with this idea. Like that that storyline was was interesting to me. And I was looking forward to a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, the, the it just doesn't look 
like it like they put a lot of time into it. Yeah, well, that will be uh, coming out of September first uh, in IMAX. All right. So, you know, we'll 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 have that to look forward to. Yeah. So uh, the gifted though, the gifted cast Elena Satine as Dreamer. So we have that uh, Elena Satine. You know her from Twin Peaks and Revenge, mm-hmm. and she's been cast as Dreamer, and that's a mutant with the power to uh, to add or take away people's memories. So that's actually Ooh. pretty fierce yeah. to have that Man, especially that a, and i know that and that's in, that's in the gifted the same gifted that gives us blink uh mm-hmm. the same one that we have uh, these new sentinels that um you know are as big as giant electronic spiders Dude, i keep on thinking of minority report whenever this, i see this that sounds great what what's where is this being because that's yeah. the first I've heard about it. Right, oh, well, you haven't heard of the Fox show? No. They're doing oh, a the full-on gifted? X-Men show, dude. Yeah, dude. they have a couple of trailers so, now. I was at first not sold, because mm-hmm. they are not using many of the core X-Men. They're using, like, uh, new characters with a mix. But I'm but kind of okay with that. the other characters are Blink and, and uh, uh, who is, oh, the, the I know. Um, I always call Thunderbird? Thunderbird. Warpath. Thunderbird. Is it Warpath or Thunderbird? Thunderbird? I thought it was Thunderbird and it ended up being Warpath. It's one of those two. It's one of the I'm gonna double check please, on that. Okay. Please, please, like, please do. So they're using like uh, lesser known X Men teamed up with new X Men characters, and at first I was very off it. But the newest trailer sold me. The newest trailer is so rad. Right. Uh, and then like this news is awesome, and Matt Nix is an incredible mm-hmm. showrunner. So I'm fully on for the gifted. Yeah, and he did reveal that the character will enter the fold in the show's second <coughs> episode. So in the second episode, that will be her live action debut of Dreamer. And according oh. to Nix, uh, Dreamer brings a unique set of powers into the fold of the guilt of the gifted. One of the things about her character, Nix explained, is that it's a really sexy power that isn't a gigantic power. We aren't blowing up a building with her. It doesn't involve a six-week CG build. Great. He is Thunderbird. 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 Thank, Thank you. you. John Proudstar. Appreciate Thank you. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, yeah, we, we have a couple of new pilot photos that have been released. One of them <laughs> includes Thunderbird. But, uh, you know, we have uh, Blink. And also Polaris. Oh, yeah, Polaris is it. Oh, yeah. it looks great. Uh, we have Eclipse. And then the family. Uh, this is a family, the Struckers, that are actually going to be. Uh, it's it's a family of characters that they made for the Gifted. Oh, okay. Yeah, where it's basically basically the dad of the family. I think he's, I, his name's not William Strucker, is it? Because I'm just thinking Striker now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dad Make of the family so. is in a he's in an authority position and uh, he he's anti mutant anti mutant turns out his kids are mutants so then it's like oh wait let's rethink this mutant issue and then they're on the run and that's the the Shruckers. Gotcha. so and uh, then we also have a picture of Thunderbird there too so but uh, it's revealed that uh, nice. he revealed during the Fox presentation at the TCA summer press tour that his comic inspiration behind the series. He looked into a lot of the more obscure runs uh, that didn't deal with the central superhero mythology. Uh, he loves District X, uh, District Ten. Have you read yeah. District X? Um, was it what? It, yeah, I have District not. So good. It's it's it's, like a, it's like End of Watch with Bishop. Really? It's like a super gritty cop drama with Bishop as the lead. It's a great book. Okay, I'm gonna have to add that one. Check it out. All right, District X, um, which is just about a district in New York. It's where the mutants are. You're following around Bishop, who's a cop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine if like. 
uh, a, an area like Hell's Kitchen, like a certain area mm-hmm. of New York, and you're responsible for that jurisdiction, and it's super mutant heavy. Oh, so it's that, sweet. But like, and it was actually around the same time as District Nine. Might have been just before it. So it's a really cool flavor. Yeah, well, God knows, nice. I love District Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show is not a procedural at all. It was uh, seeing mutants in society, dealing with crime, drugs, or relationships with each other. We didn't take any characters from it. It is one of my favorites. So. You know, always good to know that showrunners are all about reading comics and loving the comics and yeah. utilizing the characters or at least the element of the characters. Yeah, and I think it's and honestly, I think it's a good move whenever you've had, you know, you've had some of the problems you've had with trying to do the franchises. Whenever you bring in these, you know, lesser known characters, you can kind of play with them a little more because people are less attached to them. Mm-hmm. So it's not as likely to offend as many people mm-hmm. whenever you're like, oh, let's just. Let's tweak this a little bit. I do see the merits both sides now that I've yeah. seen what direction they're taking, and I'm, I'm now excited. Cool. So with Punisher, uh, so John Berenthal, uh, Bernthal, I am always going to pronounce his name wrong. The Berenthal Bears. Berenthal Bears. <laughs> the Baron, uh, the Baron- Berenthal-Stein Bears. I, I miss the Berenstein <laughs> other timeline now. Yeah. Oh. Speaking with E.T., John Bernthal responded to Iron Fist's reception, possibly hindering the Punisher. For me, with all due respect, it's not about reviewers, Bernthal said. I promised them I'd do my best to try to get this right, and I hope we did. One thing I can say is, we fought hard. That's a really good impression. You should, you should choice. totally go as that for Halloween this yeah, year. That? Yeah, that? Yeah. I love that John Bernthal, like, in quotes, sounds like he's at war. I love that the man's like, <laughs> yeah. I dealt with it, I did it, I don't know if they're going to like it, but it's done. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're talking about the Punisher house, can That's you the only sound? way to go. It's only um, yeah, I mean, I don't think, honestly, I don't think anybody is, is seriously going to judge these other shows based on... Yeah, it's not... I don't think this... I think, especially this, after fair. we saw what, what happened in yeah. Daredevil, yeah. you know, it's like, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. I, I think mean, it's going to be great. Punisher all. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome, so... I don't know where. I don't even know who is feeding him information yeah. that makes him think that. <laughs> the last hey guys, show, uh, nobody, uh, nobody liked that uh, show. It's like, dude, relax. Nobody in their nobody right mind goes. You. Iron mm. Fist, Punisher. Mm. No. no. And if anything, Defenders is going to be a huge palate cleanser yeah. for everything. So it's going to be so. fine. Uh, so Ben Barnes, he plays Billy Russo, also known as Jigsaw, in the upcoming series. He spoke to The Man Magazine. Uh, I was really pleased at the grounded, tough approach to the material. Our show is about men suffering tragedy and trauma. It's about a very real topic set in a world of superheroes. But no character in our show has superpowers, and that makes it feel unique in this universe. It's the first time I've heard there's no superpowers. I mean, I yeah. assume, but it's the first confirmation of it. That's yeah. cool that so, they're keeping it all got on superpowers. the level. Yeah, which means no uh, bullseye. My theory is that they might introduce bullseye so we could tie into Daredevil Season 3. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I like that theory. It'd be, it'd be cool to have that's like, actually a pretty little, sweet theory. Like have Bullseye just be involved, mention him, have like a little, mm-hmm. and then Daredevil have it already just ready to dive in that way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted. Oh, I like that. Uh, so with Jessica Jones, and this is why I'm wearing this shirt today. Uh, it's my Doctor Who, <laughs> uh, the tenth Doctor. So David Tennant's back. For Jessica Jones season two. He was spotted on set of season two. Entertainment Weekly released a photo featuring both Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. So, demon on her shoulder, I'm telling oh you. Oh my goodness. Well, he, because um, this isn't a spoiler at this spoiler point, alert right? Spoiler six months ago. Spoiler, what, six months ago? Yeah. So, let's say that he doesn't 
his he health did, is in decline. His health is in <laughs> severe decline with Jessica Jones. So there wasn't any reason to see this particular character again. Mm-hmm. But now we are. And it's not like he's just visiting. Again. That man is wearing purple. No, he's wearing purple. Yeah. The hair is quaffed. Mm-hmm. I, you think, know. I think he's, he's every time oh, he's he has a man. man can he's do no man. wrong. I think when he that, has a P, she has a PTSD flashback, he pops up. That's my theory. So whenever she's, I like that. Like she's going through trauma, yeah, she's like the that. voice in her head that she can't hang. Yeah, because yeah. uh, remember back when she would like repeat the street names of her childhood home to mm-hmm, herself. Yeah. What if he's even poisoned that That's memory for her? Because so, flashback is easier. And but then I think... his face comes up. Yeah. Oh. So in any case, we get David Tennant oh, back. I love David Tennant. Uh, which actually brings us to the Defenders. So we have the final Defenders trailer for you. Uh, you've probably already seen it, but if not, you're going to watch it with us. And we're going to talk over it so that we can watch it along <laughs> with you. So Aunt Anthony, can you roll that trailer for us? <laughs> Green suit, Are yes. You still hungry? Takes a lot of energy mm. to summon my chi. And okay, he's kind of funny there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And opening with defenders, team. opening defenders with yeah. him is bold. I respect it. Yes. I love the green suit he's in. This hallway. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they know how much we love hallway fights. We love so much. hallway. They started with the daredevil, and don't you ever change. The action is good. I love the coloring in this room. Yeah. The blue is green. I love that stick just, uh, you know, he popped the lock on the door and showed up. Sigourney Weaver as Mephisto as Zool. Yes. <laughs> there can only be Zool. I love that out- weird shimmy outfit yeah, she's right. got on. Yeah. Are you the gatekeeper? But the lighting here, like, it's just so unique. Mm-hmm. Let's go do something crazy. And I love that it looks like they were obviously just all having that food, chilling out. Stick comes in, and then the hand just pop up. Yeah. And then that, this, this interplay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. for hire all the way. Power like, Man and Iron yes. Fist. That, that was cool. Yes. I think this is going to be a palate cleanser. I think everybody's going to be very yeah. happy. I promise you it's temporary. Not if I can help it. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. That Dude. shot, too, the sword. Man. I think they're focusing on Iron Fist in this trailer to be like, guys, we know we're sorry. We're so sorry. We, yeah, that so, was, that was our we bad. Understand. There were six totally action shots. Yeah, there were six With action Iron shots of him, <laughs> and there was like two of each of everybody else. Yeah, and, and they were good action and shots. Every one of his was extra cool to be like, we, we, we yeah. let him fight. We learned, we taught him to fight, and yeah. please, we're sorry. Be like, yeah. hey, he's he's gonna fight, and he's funny. <laughs> I and think it's season like, two is gonna be just fine. And Luke Cage really likes him. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, once, once like Luke Cage vouches for you, then we all then go. Like, yeah. All right, all right. Sorry, we. Uh, that's welcome, my bad. Welcome. That's I'm my telling bad. you, I, I love the bromance between the two of them. Oh, that's dude, what kept you coming so back good. with the comics. Yeah, it's like yeah. you had the two of them, and then you had a. Then you I just understood love him why Misty standing Knight was behind him while he's yeah. getting shot. Like it's like, oh, bullets hurt. I'm just gonna stay back here for a minute. Are you done? Here, let me Charge punch a sword. Not. Okay, I got this. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, they, they did that trailer well. That was a good yeah. trailer. Yeah. I, I, I am looking forward to this, and this weekend will be fun, and I, I hope it... I can't let it snuck up on us, man. It's this I weekend. know, it's right I was here. Like, I usually have a couple weeks out where I'm like, okay, okay, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh god, it's now. It's here. Like, it's this Friday. That's happening. And next week's me and Matt's last show before Burning Man, so we have to watch it all. Ooh. Because we're going to be gone for yeah. two weeks. Yeah, and then uh, next week I'm going to have y'all do a birthday shout-out for me because my birthday's on the 27th. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm expecting fireworks. And Maybe a, a little sw- dance number. It's a number. sexy birthday shout-out, might it's, I add. Yeah. <laughs> sexy musical <laughs> birthday <laughs> shout-out <laughs> is what's going to happen. Here, guys. A lot of stakes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Matt and I won't be here, not next week, but the following for two weeks, just so you guys. Yeah, because I'll be doing Burning Man stuff, but 
uh, it will be me and a lot of very fun guests that we have lined up. And we will tell you more about those guests uh, as the week continues. Uh, but yes, for Defenders, so speaking with Playboy, showrunner Marco Ramirez shared details on bringing each Defender together in a cohesive unit with an important outcome. There were charts, said Ramirez. I mean, I was just popping pills, Claire Dane style, looking at the walls going, this doesn't make sense. It was seriously color-coded like, this is where Luke ended. This is where Claire was. It was crazy town. I think ultimately the goal is that in many years, if you want to sit down and watch the whole thing, chronologically you can. None of us wanted to do the procedural version where they'll go back into their own shows completely unchanged, said Ramirez. The events of Defenders will affect each of them. That's what I See, think Ramirez is oh, yeah. like. That's my Ramirez. You have so many voices in your head. Uh, <laughs> you do. Totally normal. <laughs> totally normal amount of voices. Yeah, it's very, totally normal. very, it's very normal. normal amount of voices. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, if you're going to do a show where you you have all work, you have to do some things that are going to affect the shows that come afterwards. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I yeah, I think I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think I think it'll be good times. Yeah, I like it of the sense that it's um everybody is playing with these toys and then has these storyline for these toys and then hand them off to other people, but it's like, hey, the the toy's been changed, but for the better. Yeah. yeah. I also love the fact that like I feel like and I don't know, like like how the Marvel movies were the first time that movies had all these big names coming together mm-hmm. and sharing screen time. Like I don't know of a show that's been like this, where it's like we have our own individual actors who have their own shows, mm-hmm. and they're all coming together yeah, to like, form a show. It's, I think it's, it's fairly, like, it's, Oceans had done it, and a few things had done it, but, like, this level is, is unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we do have uh, Daughters of the Dragon. Uh, uh, they, they meet in Marvel's The Defenders, so we have a clip, so we're going to play that clip real quick. I'm told my uniforms confiscated something unusual from you. <laughs> Katana, it was passed it's down to weird. me. <laughs> <laughs> I can defend myself. Mm. You came in here pretty bloody. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah. Yes! Yes! It's your girls. It's your girls. <laughs> I love that. Nice. I just, uh, uh, you came in with something pretty weird. Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a, my family it's sword. No, 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 no that's, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> no one walks around with that. Nobody's walking around with swords. Sorry. Uh, that's like, weird. It's like, and you were beat up. Do you want to talk about this? Do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> I just, I, I love that little interaction. So that's great. So, uh, and then one more clip. Uh, Foggy gets Luke Cage out of jail in this new Defenders clip. So go ahead and play it. One last thing. The law firm of Hogarth, Chow, and Benowitz is at your disposal. Yes, they are. In case you need help starting over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Friday. So, Friday, Friday. Friday. Be there. Be there. Be there. <laughs> August 18th. So that brings us into our Defenders discussion. You know, like a, a quick little breakdown. Uh, on Wednesday, Screen Junkies will release this epic level breakdown that Koi and I did. How they're going to edit that. With Hal Rudnick. I don't know. It was two hours of Just us talking. Defenders knowledge. Deep. Yeah. It was where we broke down each each one of the Defenders, including, well, actually, Koi did season one and season two of Daredevil, mm-hmm. so that wasn't just one lump thing. And then along that with um, characters, must-watch apps, who knows? I think at least a solid half hour that they would probably with that. But we're, we're going to break that down for you even smaller here for our show. 
So just like a quick feeling of each series, um, non-spoilery, just the feeling of what the series is, kind of where they leave off, um, not too specific though, but we will give you at least one episode recommendation for each one of the shows. So if you can't watch anything else, then watch this one ep. Yes, watch these five. So it goes from 52 hours to five hours. (laughs) Three times five, isn't it? Was it what? Isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, um, 62 hours. Oh wait, did I do... Is it 62? Isn't it? One, two. 13 oh, I times. think I. Wait, it's 13 times five. So it's 65 hours. <laughs> oh, I was doing 13 yeah. times four because yeah, I was no, thinking four shows. shows. So 65. So 65. We, yeah. we save you 60 <laughs> hours. I was like, some, right somewhere math is we, yeah, 60 yeah, hours. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We save you 60 hours with this one thing. There we go. Yeah. So starting off with Defenders. I'm sorry, Daredevil. Just general quick feeling for the series so people know. Two hallway fight <laughs> i think if you're only gonna watch one you dive into the hallway fight you get a sense of like how because that's the brutality of daredevil it's right. also like he gets worn down he has to like di- and it, you introduce all the characters that you've met them so you don't have to go through like the everybody this is karen page but you get to meet karen page already karen paging uh so i think episode two with the hallway fight yeah and then plus you understand about I, hallway I think fights the, <laughs> the episode with stick like seven or whatever the backstory oh yeah, his first the, the, oh. He, no the backstory when oh, he back explains seven, yeah i think i think yeah that one that one for me because i just thought it was it was a really good like origin like it kind of lets you know episode. i know there's not enough <laughs> but i think that's the one for right. me that makes sense yeah especially yeah. for defenders that makes sense uh well for me the the hallway scene yeah sorry sorry yeah sorry, Justin, sorry, sorry, just like, no no just, I, like, i'm not like, gonna it, disagree with you no, 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 i want a, you to watch all of them like i'm not saying this is like competition, so. you matt, shouldn't he watch one episode justin hates hallways yeah oh my god matt just said that just yeah worst. he said justin baker hates hallways just so you guys know it's a weird thing okay my parents were killed by a hallway i don't want to talk about it um was it a short hallway or was it like i don't want to talk about it i said i said good day sir did it end in an elephant? i said good day okay so, okay, so that's the, but general feel for Daredevil, um, Matt Murdock is uh, played by Charlie Cox, and he has, um, they actually do a really good job with giving him his supernatural powers, because he is a blind man, he's a lawyer, he's struggling uh, with, you know, just life in general, but then he's also fighting on the streets and taking care of his uh, community, and then you have uh, Foggy, you have Karen Page, and so you have a lawyer show meets um, epic badassery. Yeah. And great. my yeah. favorite thing, honestly, about Daredevil was the fact that I cared about Kingpin. Yeah, the, the fact that you had two like, protagonists. Yeah. Like, Vincent the Dunham art episode. Yeah, like, dude. That episode oh, for me. Like, nice. if I was going to say a Kingpin show, <laughs> I would say the art episode, because that one. Well, they both the have gallery. the same goal, and that was beautiful. Like, if yeah. you looked at it from an acting standpoint, they both wanted to protect their oh, city. So it was Because I, I never, even, you know, reading comic books, there's never been a time where I was like, oh, Kingpin's not a, like, I've never felt for Kingpin. And, but ever. he's always just a regular guy. Yeah. And you're like, how does he just walk around? Oh, now oh, I get it, because this is the yeah. show explaining how Kingpin works. This is works. how Kingpin works. <laughs> Yes. So watch all of Daredevil. Watch it all. Watch it <laughs> just all. Watch all just watch Daredevil. Tuesday. All quit your job. You've Tell got your plenty of time to catch up later like, on. Yeah, just watch the next yes. sixty-five or, hours straight. Or watch, or watch the episodes that we just recommended. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving just chronologically. So Jessica Jones. So for this, for Jessica Jones, uh, I recommend episode eight, um, also known as WWJD. <laughs> what would Jessica do? <laughs> Uh, in this, you find out all of this backstory of Kilgrave, who is the major villain for <laughs> Jessica Jones. You find out the in and outs so of creepy. you know why he is the way that he is. The, just 
it's so chilling, this character, because it's fantastic. David Tennant does an amazing job. All of this happens in Jessica Jones' childhood home, and then there's a story for why they're even <sighs> there. And then there's a possible redemptive arc, and I'm not going to tell you whether or not that comes to fruition. So for me, um, episode eight with Jessica Jones. You know, I'll, I'll jump on that one. Yeah, because yeah. That, that episode... That episode Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm still getting shivers thinking about David Tennant. Like, he's so well so done. Good. So well done. So, uh, with uh, Jessica Jones, well, I don't have to explain all of the things. Do yeah. You want it? Uh, I feel like Jessica Jones is a show about stress. <laughs> I feel like Jessica Jones is coping with stress, coping with like your past, coping with dealing with PTSD, dealing with mental uh, anguish, dealing with people that are abusing you either mentally, physically, or emotionally, and it handles very, very strong themes in a way that's a superhero show. The show could have been a lifetime movie, but it wasn't. Like, it, it deals with very, very real things. And well, uh, also not wanting your powers. Yeah, yeah. and dealing with like, responsibility. And dealing like, with that, yeah. like, not yeah. wanting to be a, a hero at all. Like, just being yeah. like... Mm. Like, being Reluctant. okay with not being family-friendly. Yeah. I like that. Like, of the Marvel characters, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones is, she's coarse, <laughs> she's very real. If you're talking grounded and gritty, then you're talking Jessica Jones. Yeah. And then also, it's a P.I. show. Yeah. Yeah. You know? She's a private eye. So, yeah. So, Jessica Jones. So, Daredevil Season 2. I would recommend the episode where uh, the Punisher jailbreak um, episode seven minutes in heaven. So that would be episode nine. Uh, It is it gives you more of where Daredevil stands. It gives you Kingpin where he's at now in prison. It gives you (laughs) Punisher in a hallway uh, and it gives you uh, kind of a sense of like where the the world lands, like what what where they are, because right before Defenders, you're going to need to understand how far that along the hand is, how far along Kingpin is, all those things. And either the finale, because that's literally the wrap up where you meet like the scope of the hand or uh, that, that one. What do you think? I, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this hallway. Yeah. One. Uh, <laughs> give me that hallway. It's a good hallway. Uh, it was a it was a good fight. Uh, it's it's all it's all good. And stuff. it shows like the Karen him relationship. Yeah. It shows Foggy and Matt dealing with the courtroom stuff. It really is like a beautiful. Yeah. It's, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of turmoil in that season with their mm. the dyna- the dynamics of yeah. the group. And if you just throw if you only have time for one, then you need to understand where the dynamics lie before Defenders. So yeah. That's it, all right. I'm gonna jump on that then. If cool. it's like. A- if you can only do one. But yeah, I loved how you uh, kind of wrapped up where it is with that. With Jessica Jones, she goes through all this. Oh, she goes through uh, hell and high water. It's just, she goes through everything. That last episode so good. And then coming out, yeah, the last episode, Smile. If you can only see two episodes of Jessica Jones, see eight and see 13. I think if you can see two of any, do an episode we recommend in 13. Like, yes. watch the yeah. last, watch yes. the last episode the of every single one because you need to know what's happened. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they do a really good job of wrapping things yeah. up. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, okay. that's good. So, so our recommendation 10 and hours instead of, of 5 hours. <laughs> I, love, I love how this is just we're adding more episodes. If you've got 65 hours. Look, if you've got 47 hours, <laughs> I want to watch all of these episodes and part of this episode and then part of that episode. And probably there not much of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I can I can recommend a, a, a series to not watch and just put more time into the other ones, <laughs> but uh, that's just me. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but with Jessica Jones, there's a lot of, uh, you know, Luke Cage is involved with Jessica Jones. This isn't a spoiler thing. You already kind of know this. And there's a lot of um, underlying themes <coughs> and different characters that come in that Jessica Jones is well worth the watch if to just continue those characters on. So, yeah. So we just sit there mm-hmm. and have season two. Uh, Luke Cage. Bow, bow, bow. Right. Yeah. First, look up Jadena, yes. and then watch and this hail, episode. Hail to the chief. Just download the, the buy the Jadena album. By download, I mean yeah. purchase because he's like, a saint. 
That, the music amazing. in Luke Cage. It, it, just just listen to that. You don't have to watch anything. Just listen <laughs> to the the entire soundtrack of Luke Cage, and you'll get what Luke Cage and is. And watch Mike Coulter riding a motorcycle. Just, just, that's it. Just that's listen enough for and me. watch Mike <laughs> Coulter and know. So, so there you good. Go. Yeah, it's so incredible. Um, I mean, yeah, that, I think that that you know, what is it? The first episode where he rips the car door off and it goes up to the the gang house. Uh, yeah, he's he rips a couple of doors. Like I, I remember he smashed a cop car in one part, and it was like, and no, no, it was like shield and he crushed yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah, like just yeah, it's that to me is like it just it the the whole barbershop like that open like just the beginning for me kind of sells what the entire season is about mm-hmm. so i think they did a really good job with the opening for me with luke cage i think that first episode was enough for me to go oh i get what this guy's about i get what you know his town is about and what he's mm-hmm. trying to do and you know you're going to get into the villains and all that stuff and that's great but at the end like luke cage is about his town and about his people and like that's all he really wants to do yeah i i like that cuz uh, actually in the first episode you you get introduced to not only like Luke Cage, you see his where he exists in this world. Like, yeah, yeah he's a street, uh, not street. He's, he's a, a he's a sweeper, sweeper at yeah. Pop's Barbershop. He washes dishes at Harlem Paradise because he you also know? does not. That's why him and Jessica Jones are so great because he doesn't want to be a hero either. He doesn't want to be a hero. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't even want people to pay attention to him. But he also can't let evil happen. He has yeah. to do something about it. So, like with Luke Cage, it's kind of like uh, homage to uh, black exploitation with you know urban drama, and then it's got. Beautiful beautiful music scores and Harlem itself is an actual another character um, and so great and Luke Cage so but for me uh, I'm going to recommend episode seven which is called manifest and in that episode you find a lot of the motivations and the child well childhood motivations for the two I'm going to call them the main villains which is uh, Mariah Dillard played by Alfre Woodard and uh, oh and Mahershala (coughs) Ali (laughs) yeah uh, who plays um uh, Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes. Oh, so, and it's 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 great. It's really good. It talks it. You understand their ambitions. You understand why they did what they're doing. And then it also has a very chilling ending to that one. So, I, I really man uh, manifest episode seven for me. And then Iron Fist. Uh, I would say the RZA episode. Because yeah. RZA directed it, and it's amazing. Uh, it's it feels the most like the comics. Um, there's a lot of comic arcs where he has to prove his worth by fighting multiple people, where he has to go through tournament type things. This episode has a tournament fe- tournament feel. It feels like a, a Street Fighter game. It yes. feels like you're fighting mini bosses leading up to a boss, mm-hmm. uh, and it's RZA, so it's got this awesome funk hip hop flavor to it. It uh, does, and that's what Iron Fist is about. So if you want to get just a taste of Iron Fist and then watch the Defenders, I would say uh, Immortal emerges from Cave is the way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have to watch some of Iron Fist, that's that would be I the think, episode. I think watching I one before going into Defenders makes sense. Uh, sure, sure, I'll go with that. All right, good. All right. Uh, <laughs> I do like RZA, so I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna, you know. For the sake of RZA. For the sake of RZA, <laughs> yeah. you should watch that episode, just so that RZA gets more play. <laughs> and Everyone gonna, just goes and watches that one. Like, just so suddenly, that one. like, Iron Fist spikes just episode six. Yeah. You're like, whoa, well, what does this mean? Get RZA. Like, what's the two? thing that's about that this means. episode that's is different that than every other episode? Oh, uh, I don't know, RZA. Maybe like, nothing to mess with. Right? Yeah, and it's particularly good because it, I feel like it dwells into comic book source mm-hmm. a bit more because it goes with, uh, uh, because there's the immortal Iron Fist and then there's Living Weapon. I'm not a huge fan of Living Weapon. I just feel like it's a little bit too grim 
for what I feel Iron Fist is because but remember I come from Power Man and Iron Fist so Immortal Weapon deals with things like Bright and Nine Spiders Scythe it's all these fun characters and you feel that in this particular episode if you have an extra 10 minutes after you've watched your 5 or 10 hours of our recommendations <laughs> then see the last 10 minutes of episode 8 oh, is it episode 8 or episode 10 which one has Zhao Xing in it oh the fight oh, I yeah. believe it's episode 8 I'm gonna, eight. I'm gonna say it's episode 8 and the last 10 minutes of it, there is a drunken master fight between Zhao Xing and Iron oh, yeah. Eight was Louis Tan. So it's eight. That's great yeah. when it comes so the up last on him at the door. Louis Tan. Yeah. That, that, I that's, did enjoy that fight. If you fight. have an extra 10 that minutes. That fight was fun. Watch, watch that. <laughs> so, all right. So that's basically our recommendations and everything for that. I mean, unless anybody wants to say what they hope for with the Defenders series. I mean, we're seeing this on Friday. Everything's dropping at one time. That's eight hours of episodes. I mean, that trailer makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see, you know, 13 hours of that, I'll be yeah. happy. It's only eight, so. Oh, it's only yeah, eight it's only eight. Unless you watch it twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Unless you watch it twice. <laughs> it's 16. Then it's, it's 16. It's 16. That's yeah. 13, though. It is more than 13. I would watch. I love our math today. Our yeah. math is awesome. I didn't realize there was only eight episodes. Five. Oh. Well, maybe we're done. <laughs> Hello? Anthony? Aunt Anthony? Aunt Manthony? Hey. hey! Hi! How how long was that muted? <laughs> that was interesting. If that you, just happened. No, no. Okay, it just happened. If We're you good. ever wondered what it looks uh, like to see three hosts panic without sound, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, we couldn't hear ourselves, and we were like, "Oh no!" Uh, amazing. We can't hear ourselves. How can <laughs> no other people can. can hear us? I know. Um, um, I guess for the Defender series, I'm going to say what my huge hope is. I hope that Sigourney Weaver's character did. I just smoothed out again. No, no, you're no, good. Okay, you're good. I hope that. Uh, <laughs> It's just my hearing. Sigourney I hope Weaver. that Sigourney Weaver's character, Alexandra, I hope that she is the big bad in both halves of it. I hope that she is like in her human form for the first half, and then she turns into Mephisto for the second. And then she's, I want them to break the formula of two baddies and have it. Have still two baddies. two baddies. She's two baddies. I like that idea. So Sigourney Weaver, she can do it. Dude, so I my big goal, yeah. if I had a dream goal, besides Deadpool being in it, of course, of course, uh, would be that they introduce either Blade or Moon Knight and start Midnight Ooh. Suns because you have we've done now we've come to a culmination at this point, right? Right. So where you go off from there is introducing a new show. We know Punisher's happening, mm-hmm. but what better place to have a surprise Moon Knight or? Blade in the I would sky. love Moon Knight. That's the dream. Yeah. Like, I would it's love Moon Knight. Knight would be great. But the, I'd be like, okay I mean, with, we've had I'd be Blade. Okay with both. Like, I mean, don't we're, get me wrong, and I still had, love Blade. We had Blade we had, forever ago. Had, I know it's been a minute. We could bring him back, <laughs> and, it, and he, it helped. Blade he was the first Blade comic book movie. We are, we yeah, there's Deadpool. a reason why we have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, no, and Wesley, power to you. Blade one, Blade two, Blade three, all great. I'm everybody says. Play three is still real watchable, you guys. <laughs> Daywalkers forever. Uh, yeah, but that iPod uh, but I would fantastic. love. I love Moon Knight. I mean, that's another, and you you could have another fun mental. That's my health dream, right? Yeah. Like, so that's that the, the if we're saying dream goals from Defenders Moon Knight somehow. <laughs> Dude, you mentioned Sigourney Weaver, and it always makes me think of that Jeff Foxworthy joke where he's like, "I was, was watching this movie, and I talked to my wife about how much I loved, you know, how how hot Sigourney Weaver was, and then she's like." And I was having meatloaf later that night. I was like, honey, the meatloaf's a little dry. And she's like, why don't you have Sigourney Weaver make you a meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> and that joke is still relevant today. Right. Sigourney there you Weaver. go. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so that brings us to Mary Marvelize. Some quick shout outs. Of course, uh, Stephanie M. Jandro at Steph Amthis. Hi, Mom. Um, yeah, thanks. Hi, Mom. Uh, T. Rich at Nomad Rich. Uh, Teresa Luz at Teresa Fortes Luz. Jacques Lac Jacques at Darren Jacques. Uh, Charles Lee at GoofyFan underscore Chuck. JJ Lang at JJ Lang tweeted. Uh, Tao Din at Tao Din 19. Entre Human, Humane at Entre Humane. AJ Fairnot at Cadbane 1996, Jocelyn at Bad Wolf Bay 10, and Chris Kawa at Chris Kawa. And then special shout out to Iron Man Logan, brother of Oscar, who, who uh, we shared his picture uh, last week. Uh, you're welcome, Oscar, for us showing you your picture. They are the godsons of Deb's Cap Evans at Marvel Padwan. So, and then also Joseph Hall at A Blended Soul One. I just heard my birthday shout out on uh, Marvel Movie News. Thank you. I love it. It was a, a sexy shout out that we sent out to him oh, yeah. uh, yesterday. So, uh, yeah, so one question. Um, uh, Ashley Houchins, who is a male, thank you. Uh, if Chris Hemsworth re ups with Marvel after Avengers 4, could we see another Thor film using, oh, the Siege arc? Um, that, well, with, with just. Uh, just with rights, though, the Siege Arc, that was the one where Doctor Doom and it was like the whole thing with the Cabal, right? Uh, yeah, it has Doctor Doom and it has it has Osborne in it. I believe it has uh, Norman Osborne and Doctor Doom in it. And they hold Asgard Siege. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, just for the fact that it's got Doctor Doom and Osborne, and that's like, isn't Osborne Sony? Yeah. And Doctor Doom yeah, is Fox. is Fox, so already, and they not. It's already kind of dead not, in the water there. Yeah, that, that won't work. Like yeah, it's actually really heavy with a uh, Doctor Doom and Osborne. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that one might happen. So, and then um, our other shout out we have from Facebook. I gave it to you, Koi. It was a little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I also um, have a I have a birthday shout out from awesome. the live chat, uh, Mr. Jason Simpson. I <laughs> know it's your forty fifth birthday, and I just hope that Ooh, you live just as long as the show and your namesake goes on. And oh, please! It's yes. just as lively, animated, and adult oriented as that television program. Oh, oh yeah. happy birthday, Jason Simpson! Happy birthday, Jason! <laughs> And, um, <laughs> the saxophone. The saxophone. <laughs> the sax was fully drawn. Dude, there it is. Like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm like, I see it, and you won't get to it. Just flipping. Facebook. Uh, we have an awesome one from Jamie Massey that says, Hey team, I know you do shoutouts via Twitter, etc., but this is going to be a little longer. My partner and I are getting married on September 8th this year. Took a while, but I finally broke her down and got her to go see Spider-Man Homecoming. Use some of the descriptions from the podcast to entice her. I listen to a podcast addict. Thanks, podcast addict. Uh, <laughs> she walked out absolutely loving it, to the point that I think I can hook her into the MCU a bit more. My next task is to get her to watch Civil War, then Ant-Man. She doesn't always love action movies, but these movies have heart, and I think she's seeing that. Just wanted to reach out for a shout before the wedding and let you know I've been a loyal listener for about two years now y'all have been doing amazing work i really find myself getting more and more hooked with marvel every week we'll be donating platelets this week and watching defenders that is so cool very cool that's great true love spider-man defenders platelets you're doing good things um, <laughs> i mean like, you should go i mean deadpool is the most romantic I mean, of all I know, of right? movies, <laughs> yeah. so i think if you're gonna if you're gonna watch one it's a valentine's movie it's a love story it's a love story it is i don't know so. if you saw that uh, and if you yeah. got any kinky goals it's the best way to pitch it i'm just saying 
Uh, sure. So sure. I, this is awesome, man. Uh, and it seems like you're going on a path of comedy, which is a smart move if she's not big into action. I respect mm-hmm. that you're going Ant-Man. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'd also recommend Guardians, because Guardians is very light yes. and funny. Yes, yes. Uh, if you're trying to guide her that way. Um, I just, yeah, this is awesome, man. So uh, congratulations <laughs> on the wedding. Congratulations on watching these movies with a, a it's the coolest thing isn't it like to watch it with a new person to like have someone that doesn't know that world experience it with you, you get to share that magic dope congrats yeah relationship um, goals right <laughs> so cool there you go all the comedies together <laughs> and then uh one itunes shout out from erock 2475 thank you I, I thank you for our fantastic job we we try we we appreciate you yeah thanks all right, so uh, that, unless anybody has anything else to say, that brings us to the end of the show. Let's so, close it out. Let's plug it up. Yeah. So, Justin, where can they find you on social media and any upcoming um, projects? So you can find me social media at acts for food ACTS, the number four, the word food. That pretty much is uh, across the board. Um, upcoming projects, I'm going to be at LOJ this year, Labyrinth of oh. Jarrett Falls. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to be performing. So that's going to be nice. fun. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'm God, be I love me some the, Labyrinth. The Green Man. Uh, that'll be fun. And then mm. uh, my improv team performs around town. The Show That Shall uh, is most of our, our our social media. It's a Harry Potter improv team. Nice. So, Good uh, yeah. please come, come find our shows. You can find us on Facebook as well. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, just Fan- living the dream. Fantastic. Koi? Uh, you can find me here. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. Same on Instagram. I do Insta reviews on Instagram, which I love that you guys love, and I take your suggestions, and I try to make the ones you suggest. I'm dropping Spawn by request this week, talking about Spawn. Uh, I also do far too much screen junkie stuff, sometimes with Narkia. Uh, and you can also find me um, at Burning Man, and I hope I see at least one of you there so we can talk comics in the plaques. It'll blow my mind. Uh, yes, you can catch me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Marquee McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And uh, yeah, on Wednesday, Screen Junkies is going to drop that uh, epic level, all the breakdown of Marvel, Netflix, Defenders, be- well, before you watch Defenders. So please check that out. And if you love wrestling, even just a little bit, on Mondays at 8.30 on our sister network, uh, After Buzz TV that I do that, uh, the WWE Raw After Show with uh, Johnny LaQuasto, Mark Warzeka, and also Hobo. <laughs> Hobo's Hobo. You you got to see it just for Hobo. So, um, yeah, Ollie. Oh, me? Me? Yeah, you. Oh. Where can we catch you, Dreamboat? You can find me on all social media at Ollie Dreamer. Guys, if you're in the SoCal area, go to Palm Springs Comic Con, because I think I'm going this year. It's, nice. A nice, it's, a, it's really fun. It's a nice little intimate nice. Comic Con, if you don't like the whole crazy San Diego Comic Con uh, life. But yeah, I'm here every now and then. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so thanks for joining us in the Sanctum Sanctorum today. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on the other side of Defenders. Yeah, see you next guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.